Good morning. My name is Arturo, and this is the Morning Meditation Podcast. Today's meditation is called The Businessman, and it's about Jim Henson. Now, you may know Jim Henson from his production company, from the many things that he did in his lifetime. He's the creator of The Muppets. He is a co-creator of Sesame Street, which was called Children's Television Workshop. That's the uh, the organization that started it. And he's got lots of movies. He's got The Muppet Show. He's got Muppet Movies, The Muppet Movie. Um, he also did some fantasy movies like The Labyrinth and The Dark Crystal. So he has a legacy that spans many decades. Uh, it started way back in, I believe it was the 50s. The late 50s. Um, but he was a great man. And this ties into the artist series. And each one of these artists has a title uh, on my podcast. This is something that I've thought about for a long time. These are four guys that really inspire me. And they have different strengths and different things that they lend to the art community in the testimony of who they are and what they did, that really uh, is great. And I think with Jim Henson, the great thing about him was that he was able to be a businessman. Not an easy thing when you're an artist. If you're a true artist that's focused on producing something, making something beautiful, something fun, something interesting to put out into the world, some type of artwork, uh, whether it be visual art or performing art, such as uh, what Jim Henson did with uh, with puppets, uh, or whether it be music, uh, which he also did, uh, the artist has a heart for those things. But most artists don't have a heart for business, and that can be a real problem. It's a real problem for a lot of artists. In fact, there's a there's a thing called the starving artist which is very it's a common story there's a lot of people out there who the thing that they love and the thing that they do is the artwork is the visual art the performance or the music Um, and they have trouble getting into the business world or earning money from that most of the time what you find is an artist who has a a day job, a full-time job, and they do artwork on the side. That's kind of my position. I I work as a mechanic, and I'm pretty much a hobbyist when it comes to painting. I love to paint. I love visual art. I love uh, oil painting and painting portraits, but yet my income doesn't come from that. I have made some money. I have sold some paintings, um, but it's very little compared to what I do with working on cars. It couldn't sustain me. I haven't made enough money to to provide for my family with artwork. My dream is to go ahead and do that someday. My dream is to pursue that. And this is actually part of it. This is a a part of me exploring my artistic endeavors and and getting into it. Uh, One of the things is going to be just uh, focusing on these artists artists like Jim Henson and when it comes to business you have to be diligent that's one thing 
that is very important and it's essential for success. Now we see this in scripture in Colossians chapter 3 verse 23. It says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your heart as unto the Lord and not as unto men. That's something that I've tried to accentuate in my life by uh, seeing God as my boss. I have a boss in my job and I always have. I've had different bosses over the years through the different jobs that I've taken on. But ultimately, my true boss is God. I work for him. Some people say I work for the big guy upstairs. And that's how I've tried to live my life. But what I do is I take the work that I do on a daily basis and I do it with excellence. I do it with energy. I do it with... uh, some type of excitement, you know, I try to bring that kind of energy to it, Uh, maintain focus, have integrity, and and do a good job, that's what that verse is talking about, and Jim Henson did this in spades, he loved what he did, he took this thing, and literally, whatsoever you do with your hand, sorry, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your heart, he literally found something for his hand to do, which is puppetry he's got his hand in a puppet performing for the people so in the biggest sense uh it was kermit you know whatever your hand finds to do he was doing kermit he was doing kermit on stage he was doing kermit on tv doing this this character and this voice that really had a lot of the same characteristics that he had that friendliness that jovial attitude, the joking, the the leadership that he showed. Uh, if you if you want to know what Jim Henson was like, watch Kermit. Watch how uh, on the Muppet Show, he was the one who was backstage trying to get everybody together. He was the the leader of this big circus show, so to speak. He was the he was the main clown. And uh, Frank Oz said this on the documentary that I saw. He said that he was uh, the he was the leader of silliness. He was uh, he was in charge of that. He was the one who was making sure that through all the silliness that that things would come together. And he was leading in that way. He was uh, he was one of many who have this this silliness in their heart and wanted to perform that out. And so Jim Henson was a great man. Look at the accomplishments that he had. Um, He started out with Sam and Friends, a little puppet show on a local TV station. Uh, I believe it was in the Washington, D.C. area. And he was in high school when he began doing that. But the thing that he did in business is that they had commercials on this show and the companies that would pay for these commercials started to use his puppets on their commercials. And he saw this as a business opportunity to say, okay, if I can make money off of these commercials, then I can take that money and invest it in my other art projects that I want to do. Because he had a grand vision of of taking this puppetry to the world, making it something big. And eventually he did that. And so as he did, he, he moved up into... Um, what he called Muppets, and the word Muppets is a combination of marionette and puppet. Marionette is the uh, the old world puppets on a string, 
that the uh, the puppeteer would use the strings and walk the puppet and all of that. And then the uh, the others, of course, is the puppet where you use the hand and everything. So they he would use both aspects of puppetry to create this different thing called a Muppet, his own creation. And then he took that and eventually made uh, a show which gained him worldwide fame. The Muppet Show was wildly successful. One of the main reasons was because it was excellent. He was excellent in the visuals. He was excellent in the performance. The people that he attracted to do these projects, the people that he worked with, and his ability to draw those kinds of people, they were all excellent. It was way too expensive. It took way too long. But yet he was willing to put in the effort. He was willing to spend the money. He was willing to make it bigger and better than it had to be because he loved it so much. We all should strive for that. We all should look to do big things and great things and be more grand than what is necessary. What is necessary is to put out enough effort to earn your paycheck. But there's a thing called going the extra mile. And that was a Jesus thing too. He said if if a soldier uh, commands you to carry his pack for a mile, then go with him two miles. That's going the extra mile. But what he was talking about is do something more than what's required of you. And you'll get, you'll get people's attention that way. You will be able to get a foothold into their world and be able to preach the gospel to them. And there are people who talk about going the extra mile. They talk a big game. In fact, most employers and managers love to talk about going the extra mile. But the problem that I've found is that a lot of them don't have a good foundation. They're, they're doing the extra mile thing, but they haven't gone the first mile. They haven't done what, what's required. But Jim Henson wasn't like that. He did it all. He did what was required, and he went above and beyond in every aspect. He was so excellent that he won lots of awards. Um, he won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Variety Program in 1978 for The Muppet Show. Uh, he even had a hit song on the radio. He was the voice of Ernie from Sesame Street. He sang a song called Rubber Ducky back in 1970. It actually was on the charts, and it hit number 16 on the music charts. So, Jim Henson, puppeteer, writer, performer, actually had a hit song on the radio. He had a top 20 hit, which is interesting to me because I would have never thought... When I, when I say Jim Henson, when I think about him, I don't think of him as a musical performer. I don't think of him as somebody who would be on the charts. You know, he's not he's not a hit singer, but yet he had a hit song. Pretty cool. Pretty interesting to be that well-rounded. Uh, something that people don't know a whole lot about him is that he started off doing uh, experimental films. He has a couple of films that were winning awards as well and got him a lot of attention. Uh, one was called The Cube, and the other one was called Timepiece. And this was back in the 60s. He was doing exper experimental films. 
always an artist, always putting himself out there and being creative. Um, his movies also were something special. You look at the Muppet movie, you look at the, there's eight different movies that came after that from with the Muppets. And some of them are not as well loved as the others, but they're his creation and the most of them are just outstanding and phenomenal. There's actually been a couple that were made after he passed in 1990. Um, but when he was involved, there was definitely something special going on. The, the thing that he was able to do in bringing the Muppet world and the human world together seamlessly to where they interacted with people in a way that you didn't even notice. You didn't even know you didn't notice a line. You didn't notice any demarcation that showed, okay, well now we're in fantasy land. It wasn't like the Wizard of Oz where where the color changed. It wasn't like they crossed crossed a threshold. It was it was the regular world. And they were in it. And it it was normal. It looked normal, it feels normal, and that's something special. And I think Jim Henson brought that. I think he was able to to do it really, really well. Now, one of the things that I've found recently was there's a book about his business style and his ability to bring the art world and the business world together. It's a book called Make Art, Make Money, and it's by Elizabeth Hyde Stevens. Now, I have a copy of this book because I really, really enjoy the works of Jim Henson, but she goes in and explores this idea of the art world and the business world and the place where they meet. And Jim Henson was somebody who did it well. He did it phenomenally. And I see that as a godly thing because he did what the command says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your heart. He put his heart and his soul into everything that he did. And all of his projects, uh, they found success and they did well. Some didn't do as well as others, but looking back on them now, historically, they have become icons, including the movies that didn't do well at the box office, the, the fantasy movies like The Labyrinth and The Dark Crystal. They, they weren't box office hits, but eventually they did gain a lot of respect, and people look back on them, and they, and they cherish them, and they share them now with their children who are growing up. So that's a cool thing. You know, the businessman is an artist that I think, as artists, we should respect. And we should respect the, this idea of diligence and of moving forward and of growing and doing great things. And it's not true just for the artist. This is for everybody. But I see it from this perspective because that's going to be my focus moving forward. So thank you for sharing in this with me. This is the Morning Meditation Podcast, and thank you for listening.